to the Triple C and Schmo Show. I'm the Schmo. This man to my right needs no introduction. We have an emergency episode coming off of UFC 270, the post-fight show. Triple C. What's up? What's up, Schmo? Just happy as could be, man. Today we won our title, man. And you, like I told you guys, a proper game plan, a proper strategy, the proper team, find the right engineers, made the difference in this fight. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited for uh, for part four. We are on the bed of the champion and new Davidson Figueredo, man. God of War. God of War. Walid Ishmael. He is filming us. Triple C. Where do we start with this thing, man? How happy and proud oh. of the man who's yeah. over to the shoulder and over this here. Is the thing, Shmo, is they're all good people, man. Like, this is, you don't, like, forget the flag, forget the colors, forget being Mexican, forget being African, whatever that may be. When you get to know somebody and see somebody's heart, man, like, this dude's, this dude's a freaking sweetheart. You know, real cool dude, down to earth, family man. Like, what isn't, like, man, it, it's my job not to pick a country or pick a size. Like, no, my job is to help the people that I want to help. And uh, you know, I consider him a good friend, and I think this bond only kind of grew through this, through this, through this fight camp. How would you assess his performance when you reflect on everything? How would you score the fight? It was four, 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 ones, four rounds to one. Uh, Brandon Moreno only won that second round, dude. But this is why I told him that you gotta be careful, dude. You gotta be careful. This is why when he had mentioned Mexico City, I'm like, no, no. He throws one punch and Brah! I was like, no, you're the champ now. You pick. So that's going to be Vali's job to make sure that he takes that thing to Brazil. And we're going to make it happen. You know, Triple C, now the serious note is the smart guys in the world. This guy here is a genius. I tell him this morning, I told him, hey, you like me back in the day. <laughs> no, no, this is true because he know how to think. He know the business side. And he's, he's right. Why you go to do the Mexico? Yeah. You know why? Because you have the champion. The, the champion. champion choose. The champion choose. Not fuck Moreno. Fuck you, Moreno. So the champion chooses Triple C. Where do you think this fight should take place? The fourth fight, by the way. Yeah, I told him, I said, it's either in the U.S. or we go to Brazil. Okay. But that, that's just the only way. But he's a champ now. Like you go to Mexico, dude. Biased crowd, biased judges. We saw how they had the the scorecard. Like, dude, Davidson knocked them down almost in every round. Yeah, that's that, right. Th that's a ten nine automatically. Well, I was gonna say, you know, he knocked them down. Davidson didn't get knocked down. Yeah. The second round, the schmo gave to Moreno. The fourth one. That's where you could put up in the air, but the schmo just like you. We both had it four to one. Obviously, job set, job well done. Yeah. He attacked the legs. Yeah. Everything went according to plan, or were there other things that you wanted to see? I mean, give the schmo a grade here. Yeah, um, I was, I, ironically, dude, I'm gonna have to give him a, a B plus. Okay. And the only reason why I give him a B plus. No, 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 stop, stop. The only reason why I, the only reason why I give him a B plus is because there's so much more room for him to get better. So we're going to watch the fight tonight. We'll be like, hey, these are the areas that if you become more aggressive or you start seeing them more, it's going to take it to a whole nother level where I said you're not going to be going to decision, split decision with you. You're going to be stopping them. Stopping them because that's the goal, man. The goal is not to win. The goal is to start killing these dudes. Like put them away. There's no doubt. What about what you saw from Moreno? Was it what you were expecting to see out of him? Same, same guy, same stance. Um, if I was to give him advice, I think he needs to find he needs to find a better he needs to find better coaching. 
He really does. And that's not a knock on his coaches or his training partners. But he won't have the ability to adjust, dude, if, if he stays the same. And I've seen it. He did beat him. The reason why he beat him the first time, Schmo, is because this dude was, he, he wasn't ready to go to war. And I told him that. I says, one, your weight, class, your weight cut was shit. So by the time you wanted to fight and go to war, you weren't ready to go to war because your weight cut was shit. And you just had the wrong attitude. You know, and he swallowed it. He swallowed it like a man. Like, I was, I was straight up and honest with him. And he came out to fight ready. We trained. We, hold, we held him accountable. He's never been lighter. He's never been, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, 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 there's a whole method to this madness. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking on the one percentage, dude. You know, to say the least. Yeah, so let's talk about that weight cut because he weighed in at 124 pounds. Probably the smoothest one he's had in recent time, maybe it ever. Yeah, what do you attribute that uh, to? To NeuroForce One. NeuroForce One, trust, believe, achieve. I mean, it's the science behind it. I mean, they have a physiologist. I mean, technology. There's a blueprint. By the way, you can make the schmo hold this the whole time? Oh, you're right. <laughs> but they have... They have a lot of uh, they just they're just innovative man. They're ahead of their time and it's super cool man to see the you know the owner Kareem he stopped by and you know a lot of people from NeuroForce One, and uh, it's the reason it's the edge is what it gives us. So not just through the antics through the strategies of that sense, but it's everything. It's everything. What about that crowd? It was all pro Brandon Moreno. We're here in Anaheim. You hear the Mexico chants, man. Were you expecting the crowd to be so well behind him and so much against that man behind him? And I almost think we shouldn't fight in a in a place like this. I think I think uh, this time around he's a champion now. Pick 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 more of a neutral ground. Let's go to Florida and fight. You know, let's let's go to another place, dude. You know what I mean? Because, bro, like he would throw a punch and the, the crowd was going crazy. I'm just like, hey. And I told Davidson before he went out there, I was like, listen, boo, 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 boo. I started booing him just so he could know because there was silence in the room. He's like, that's exactly what you're going to fool. You wait till we get out there. And sure enough, we fucking got out there and uh, excuse the French. We got out there and woo, we heard it. But we were like, yes, Davidson. I'm like, yes, I'm encouraging him because, yeah, the booze is like, yes, that's what I'm telling you. We're doing it. We're doing it. You know, so in other words, we're channeled by that, the booze and, and us being the underdogs. We just didn't want to get stabbed or freaking stoned. You know what I'm saying? But it was, uh, it, was, it was a team effort, and we were able to come out, come out on top. Well, can you admit to the schmo that the competitive juices of Triple C must have been flowing when you saw that sold-out arena, sold-out crowd, and you felt the energy? What were you feeling in that moment? Oh, it's so cool, man. Like, now I know... You know, now I know what my coach, Cap, Captain Eric, Captain Coach, the GOAT coach. Now I know what he feels like, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's, it, it's just as precious as you winning it yourself. And that's a, beautiful, that's a beautiful feeling because you think you will never feel that again because you're not competing, but that's not true, man. And today, watching him win, dude, I was able to feel such a joy, man, such an excitement, dude. Not, not maliciously after Brandon, not, nothing to do with Mexico, did you? But, but for him and his goal and his dream, and uh, I just, I, I hope people see that side of it because we're, we're here to entertain and we're here to obviously win. What about for all those people that are saying that you turned your back on your country in Mexico to train this man, though? Brandon trained with Joseph Benavides, dude. And he, he, he gave me his word that he wasn't going to go to his camp or my camp. And because I didn't pick him first because of the, the, the random draws for strategy. Random draws at the ultimate yes, fighter. If you pick the number one seed, you don't know. The, you, the, uh, the number 16 seed goes to the other side. And that's exactly what happened in our situation. 
and I felt like shit the whole the the whole season of the Ultimate Fighter. Like I just didn't sit right because I did feel like a coward. I did feel like a loser. You know what I mean? Like it was, it just wasn't the same since that happened. So after the show, we shook hands and uh, and and I said, and he told me, he said, "Hey man, I'm not gonna train with you or Joe." And this is the honest to God's truth, man. For all you guys that uh, want to hear the truth. I was in the middle of a fight camp with Coach K, which Coach Kieran Fitzgibbon at at at, C, at uh, CSA, and he told me, "He's like, hey man, your boy's training with uh, with with Benavides. And it was already like half half through the camp." So then, that's when it became personal to me. But I know, but I but I also understood. I was like, I never really kind of did anything with it because I still loved the dude. Like it, it, I was just hurt that a friend would would would. But I also, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a double edged sword too because I didn't pick him first, but. He fought three days later. I didn't even corner the dude. You know what I mean? But it seemed to be some respect, too, because when he got the belt, you hugged it out with him over in Arizona before, but then you go train with him. But we understand yeah, it, though. But this, but this is businessman. This is yeah. business. Of course, dude. I got to get my name out there. You want, me to fucking, you want me to show you guys my cards? Yes, I have to. I need my respect. I need, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make money. I got a kid now. Like, people are eating these storylines up. Of course they are. But speaking of storylines, the schmo couldn't help but to notice. But when Dana White put the belt on that man's waist, you two exchanged some nice words. You know, we patted you on the back of the neck. We got that in footage. What was the words like with the boss man, Dana White? I told Dana White that he needs to bend the knee to King Triple C. That's what I told Dana White. I'm the king. I'm the cash cow, and now I'm officially C4. What? That's really what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Triple C. Dana White wouldn't have been so nice to you had you said that. Come on, Triple C. Man, you're making me come out of character, Schmo. No, I, I, honestly, I told Dana, I says, Dana, we're fighting for the same thing. I says, I, I respect the shit out of you. For what you've done in the UFC, you took it from two million, the, a company that was suffering, dude. I may not like your decisions, maybe with me or with a lot of people, but, dude, I says, you won't find another dude that respects you more. It's like, and then I told him, I said, boss, dude, you know what? I says, I got a lot of love for you, man, just so you know. But that's the thing, man. Yep. You extend that olive branch. It's not just your performance yourself inside the octagon. It's you as a coach. You taking these guys and you bringing all that gold, all the team here at Fight Ready, Nero Force One, everybody there in the Phoenix, Arizona region, man, bringing people up. That's part of the story, too. It is. It is. It is. And, and it's cool, man. And it's precious. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at all the antics that this dude was able to do. Look at the booze of us coming in and the people don't want us to win and we're the underdogs and I'm Mexican descent and they don't want us. But, man, you know who won today, guys? The, the freaking flyweights. The flyweights won today. And if you guys don't see it that way, man, you guys are straight-up casuals because the flyweights won today, not just him. It was a division that was going to be on the chopping block for the last two years and they really wanted to get rid of it to becoming one of the most exciting divisions because of the God of War. Yeah, you got to be proud because the flyweight division is extremely exciting right now in the UFC. It is, it is, man. And then you got Asgarov. I think Asgarov is the biggest threat, dude. Was going to say that because he's fighting Kaikara France, man. But you guys are already talking about that fourth fight with Moreno. Don't you think the winner of that fight could potentially be fighting this man? Do you see a scenario where that could happen before the fourth fight with Moreno? Yeah, I think the UFC, I think the crowd, the people are going to want it. I mean, I don't mind the fourth. I just told, I told Davis and I says, the fight's going to be even easier because now you have more faith than what I'm telling you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to hurt him. Like, next time you fight him, I want you to stop him. What do you Put think? Put him out cold, dude. 
What do you think he's thinking about behind us right now? Because English isn't his first language. He can't understand us, and he's, you know, resting that leg. He's probably on Tinder, but don't tell him I said that. (laughs) We won't. Can we bring Coach Captain Eric in here? We owed Captain Apology because he's been pissed at us for a few weeks now because uh, we never gave a shout-out to the Pitbull brothers, Patricky, Patricio. I know you have something to say about that. Yeah, Patricky Pitbull, my fifth world champion, 10 years in the making, and uh, really proud of him. First brothers ever to be world champions, uh, the Bellator go Patricio, and then Patricky. And then the next day was a low light for me when Wei Lee lost. Uh, I really thought she won, but the judges thought otherwise. In that fifth round, she got taken down, did not get back up. And I can tell you, I had a flashback. Fifth round, uh, Moreno's putting the pressure on, takes down Figueredo, and that's what popped into my head was, do not stay on your back for the next four minutes. And he did exactly what we taught him. He pushed his hand on his neck, put his feet on his uh, he was heels on his hips, and he instead of being down for five minutes, he was up in five seconds, got back on his feet, put the pressure on, and uh, as you saw, he took it to the brink, and, and in my opinion, he also dominated that fight. Five, to, five knockdowns, uh, the god of war is back. There's a new lord of the flies. That's right, and the Schmo is going to say that too to you, Triple C. We noticed too, this guy was never in danger in those grappling positions on his back. He was able to elude that stuff, and he was able to do what he needed to do to get the job done. I was I was just talking to you about it earlier, too, but I'll share it with these guys here. It's like uh, I'm like a, ju- a new generation of coaching. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, where I'm not just a, a guy that's just based on just, all right, I'm going to be the pad guy. It's like I'm the new generation of, of coaching where, you know, know how to train. Know when there's a time to actually compete and base everything around the person that you got to compete. And you're being, you're being tested, but you're also having fun throughout the process. And we've been able to create that. And I think this is why people flock, man. They, they come over here. We speak. We got Captain Eric, Eddie Cha. And we have an amazing team, Dave Zowine and Neuroforce One. And uh, when they come together, dude, it's just it's the perfect storm, dude. Well, tri- it's all based on facts, and it's all based on numbers. Well, Triple C, what else do you have to say, man? Because this is like one of those emergency shows. We're in person. Schmo loves it when we're yeah, in person. Dad, you guys can all do me a favor, all you guys, each and every one of you. And you guys can bend the knee to C4. I got something to say. The quadrilogy. Figueredo, the god of war versus Moreno. To me, that's the fight to make. That's where the big money is. That's where they get that heavyweight money. That's where they come with the exotic cars and mansions. That's the big money fight right there. Figueredo, the god of war, versus the assassin baby, the quadrilogy. I could say it could be in America. It could be in Brazil. And the only other fight to make, in my opinion, I don't know who else agrees with me, is Kai Car France. Skip over Ascar. If if the quadrilly doesn't go down, Kai Kara France on one stipulation. And I've spoke about this with Figueredo. One stipulation is that you have that UFC champ, Israel Adesanya, in your in your corner. You still coming? Brazil versus New Zealand too. Let's do it. 
Yeah, I don't think Israel Adesanya likes you, but uh, yeah, I love that promo right there. Yeah. What a promo, Captain. What's your name? I am Triple C. And I'm the Schmo. We are.